Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Shama. All right, hello. There you are. Okay, I was saying hello for like the past few minutes, and I said, "He, I hear noise." All right, Daddy. Hello. Good morning. How you doing? Good morning, Aunt Deborah. How are you? I'm blessing you. How you doing? I'm doing good. I couldn't hear anybody on the line. Yeah, I kept on saying hello, hello. Yeah, me too. Okay, oh, hear me now? I hear you clear. Can everybody hear me? I don't know about nobody else, but I you. Well, I'm going to have to keep going to school in a few, so, you know, I'll, I guess I'll pray. You can <laughs> deliver the prayer. It's the program. Good morning, Aunt Deborah. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. In Jesus' name. I would like everybody to bow their heads and close their eyes as we go into prayer this morning. Lord, I thank you for another day that you have given us, and I thank you for waking us up this morning with our minds on you. But I thank you for they must be able to come on the program and spread your good and perfect will, Lord, and let everybody know of your goodness. Lord, I thank you for letting us be able to come to you, Lord, or that you will never reject your children. I help other people to come to you, Lord, so that we all will be able to share our wisdom and knowledge of you. Lord, help us be able to draw closer to you and abide by your word, Lord, and to obey everything you tell us to do, Lord. Because sometimes the things you tell the things you tell us, it might not make sense to us. Lord, help us to be able to do it without any complaints. 
excellent. Thank you for being able to work in our lives, Lord. There you are, Shama. There you are. Yeah, I was praying. Go ahead and press with the the phone cut smooth off. Oh, because I, I had only heard on Deborah. I was like, you know what, on Deborah, I got to go on a few, so I'm praying. You can deliver the prayer to the program. Hallelujah. Well, go ahead where you stopped so you won't be late, baby. Oh, yeah. Lord, help us to be able to draw closer to you, Lord. Lord, that in your holy word you say, abide by your word and by your name, Lord. Lord, that as we abide by it, the word abide means to obey and to walk close to. Lord, help us to be able to do that and put the word abide in our life. Lord, that whenever we wake up in the morning, the word we'll have in our mind is abide by you. Yes. Lord, help us to be able to tell everybody else of you, Lord, and not be ashamed. That if yes. we're ashamed of telling our friends about you, then we don't need those friends. Yes, Father. Lord, that we're not the only ones going through something in our lives, Lord, but we have friends that don't even speak on their problems, but they're going through it too. In the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, as we go about our day this morning, let us be able to keep our minds on you and keep a positive attitude, and let us have traveling grace and mercy as we go to our destinations this morning, that your hand will be watching over us. In the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, I pray, and all God's children say, see you See you Hallelujah. We praise and thank God. Thank Yeshua. For Shama. Amen. So you can go now, now so you don't be late. We love you. And like I say, just tell Mama the, if I forget to call her, for her to call me. Okay, I got you. I'll call you and I'll be all like, call Mama. Okay, so go ahead on so you don't be late for that bus stop. I can still listen to you because I got to leave around 729 and stuff. I just have to usually get ready. Okay. It's 724. What'd you say? It's 724. It's 725 now. She'll walk out with the phone. It's okay. She'll just walk out with the phone. Hey, man, we praise and we thank the Father this morning. And we... uh, He's doing so many things and so many verses of scriptures that he's bringing to our understanding, and he's opening our eyes to those that really want to follow him. And he's also helping us to deal with our daily lifestyle, with all the sin that's uh, uh, jumping off and, 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 and trying to take us by storm. If you're not being bombarded with all the different cares of this world, that's why he told us to let the world go. So I want to talk this morning from the book of Colossians. I, uh, uh, I I guess I better read my uh, my morning reading. Uh, it says, approach problems with a light touch. When your mind moves toward a problem area, you tend to focus on the situation so intensely that you lose sight of me. You pit, you pit yourself against the difficulty as if you had to conquer it immediately. Your mind gears up for battle, and your body becomes tense and anxious. Unless you achieve total victory, you feel defeated. There is a better way. When a problem starts to overshadow your thoughts, 
bring this matter to me. Talk with me about it and look at it in the light of my presence. This puts <clears throat> this puts some much needed space between you and your concern, enabling you to see from my perspective. You will be surprised at the results. Sometimes you may even laugh at yourself for being so serious about something so insignificant. You'll always face troubles in this life, but more importantly, you will always have me with you, helping you to handle whatever you encounter. Approach problems with a light touch by viewing them in my revealing light. Luke 12, 25. Psalms 89, 15, John 16, 33. May he bless the word. This morning, there are so many verses of scriptures that I want to talk. I want to talk about uh, the Lord is coming. The Lord whom you seek will slowly come. Malachi 3 and 1. No longer under the law. Galatians 3, 25. But my main topic this morning is no carnality, but Yahshua, Yahshua, Colossians 3. If you were risen with Yahshua, seek those things which are above, while Yahshua is sitting at the right hand of Yah. Set your mind on things above, not on things on this earth, for you died. Once we came into the knowledge that there's one that's carrying our burdens, there's one that, amen, that's greater than an alarm clock, there's one that's concerned about our well-being. He's concerned this morning about everything that is on your mind this morning, everything that you're going through with, uh, he's concerned. And we need to allow, we need to allow the Father this morning to carry these burdens and uh, Matthew eleven twenty eight said, "Come unto me." He said, "Exchange uh, these loads this morning." He don't want us burdened down by the cares of this world, the light bill, the rent, the car note, the children's car. He wants you to focus on Him. So He said, "Remember, you died, and through this death, Amen. Your life has been hidden with Yahshua through Yah. When Yahshua." who is our life, our life this morning is not our own. We were bought with the price, amen. The price was paid a long time ago. So, therefore, since my life is not my own, I'm going to let the one that created me. I want to warn a man that woke me up this morning. When I got up this morning, hallelujah, I said, what am I going to do this day? I take my hands off, and I want you to empower me, make me to do your will this morning, and the will is to bring the gospel. You see, back in the Colossians days, we had a, a, a different individual that was bringing in all the heresy. They were adding to the gospel truth, and they were swaying the people and confusing the minds of the people, such as we still have today, false teachers. Uh, uh, it says, our life appears, then you also will appear with him in his glory. We need to recognize this morning, hallelujah, that we're not going to wait until he come and bring us to heaven or wherever. We want to press in 
his glory. We want to receive the benefits of being in the glory of his. He's awesome. If we would just trust him and stop falling apart at the seams and complaining about the things of tomorrow, tomorrow, you know, I got this test. So what? You passed the test last time. You passed all of your tests, and yet still you're worried about the giant in the room. Hallelujah. Let him deal with the giant this morning. He fought many battles. And he had given us the victory today. So, therefore, our part is that we need to put to death our members. Hallelujah. These five members, you know, some of the members in church need to be put to death. But he's not talking about the members. Hallelujah. Uh, he's talking about your members. He's, he's personal now. He said all these things and the expectation that you're expecting, he said they're working in your members. Your own mind has conceived, amen, your destiny. You've been judged by what you believe. You've been judged by what you think. You're judging your own self, and you're trying to, uh, uh, you're trying to measure. Uh, you're trying to measure, but you can't find uh, uh, what to measure to and what to measure up to. You're looking how, you're looking at what someone else has. And you're saying, I'm going to get me one like that, or I'm going to get this, I'm going to get that. You've already been blessed with a home, but yet still, I'm going to get that one. Hallelujah. We're living in the last days. It's too late for all that stuff. You need to stop shopping for things and stuff. And you need to begin to shop in your own closet. Get out some of the things. I was up on my bookshelf, and I was pulling books off the bookshelf, you know, so I can give these books to certain people that need to, amen, study this word this morning, that need something. Not everybody want to grab the Bible. So I want to give you something, amen, where you can read, study, and then it will lead you back. See, all roads don't lead, amen, to God. Hallelujah. The Bible said there are many ways. I mean, now the Bible didn't say that. That's what uh, uh, Oprah Ripley said. There are many ways to God. Well, I don't know about many ways to God because I heard him say straight and narrow. These people want to make the script. They don't want to fit in. The Bible said these people draw nigh to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts is far from me. He said, I love them that love me. And those that seek me early shall find me. For whosoever findeth me, findeth life. And you shall obtain favor of the Lord. Hallelujah. But the sinner, he that not repented of the word of God and continue on in sin today. See, the word of God comes to bring change. How can you be still the same, hallelujah, and you've been going to church all these years? You've been going to church six months, but you ain't changed. Isn't that the word of God has changed? No, it's you. You need to put off. The Bible said, therefore, put to death your members, which are on the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desires, and covetousness, which is idolatry. 
Because of these things, the wrath of Yah is coming upon the sons of disobedience. See, the Word of God told us in Deuteronomy 28 chapter, he said, if you uh, 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 obey, Job 36 and 11 said, if you obey and serve me, you spend your days in pleasure and your years in prosperity. Maybe the reason you don't prosper is because you don't obey him. You know, maybe the reason you're sick in your body this morning is because there's been a sin door that's been opened, hallelujah, and you're not trying to close it. You act as if you don't know the problem. How are you going to go to the doctor with something wrong in your body when you already know what you did? So now just get in reverse and undo it and repent of your sin and come out of your mess so that he can bless. He's not going to bless your mess, but he's going to take your mess and turn you. You into a blessing, hallelujah. <coughs> ah, try and drink enough water. <coughs> I drink a cup of coffee, I drink a cup of water. So I don't have my body, amen, going to the doctor so he can fill me up with prescription drugs. Uh-uh. Physician, heal thyself. A lot of our high blood pressure problems and diabetes problems is because of what we eat. I went to my cousin's house yesterday, and I said, Reggie, what's that on your arm? He said, eczema. And I looked, and I stayed around about an hour, and I sit there, and I thought about that. Reggie, you're too old for eczema. You didn't have it 10 years ago. Then he said, man, I ate that whole pat of the veil pie. And then he said, man, these big red soda water, man, I drank them by the sugar. I say, Reggie, you are full of sugar, man. I said, Reggie, I was scratching like a dog had fleas. But I started putting honey in my coffee, and I started cutting back on that sugar. See, a lot of people talk about crackheads, amen, but we're addicted to sugar. So you're just as worse off as a drug addict because you can't do without the sugar. And the sugar is poison. White bread, white potatoes, uh, anything that's white. Sorry to say, it has nothing to do with a race, but they ain't been too white neither. You know, I'm telling it like it is. So if you put this starch in your body, white rice, white potatoes, white sugar, all that is starch. And many other things we do that the Bible detests. So he says that the old man with this covetousness is dead. He said, when we used to live in them, but now you yourself are to put off all these. See, the Bible is telling us what we need to put on. But now, as we look around this morning, you know, in the church arena, in our homes, our family and friends, in our neighborhood, we haven't put to death these things. We try and kill them. But you can't go around killing people and putting your mouth. So he says, you're to put to death. Put off all these things, such as anger. See, that's something we can do today. We can get rid of this anger, put this wrath off, put malices off, <laughs> blasphemy, filthy language. Get it out of your mouth. Oh, God, God is a forgiving God. He knows my heart. When he said out of the heart flows the issues of life, 
you can't go on living with corrupt conversations because you are known by not only the company you keep, but the words you speak. Of course, there's a lot of false accusers and a lot of manslayers, a lot of liars and whoremongers, adulterers. He said, know ye not, friendship of this world is an enemy to God. Whosoever make friends with this world, you ain't none of God's because you got your friendship hung up in things and stuff. But he said we, we're to put off. And he said do not lie one to another. Stop lying since you would put off the old man with his deed. Put the old man out. And all of the little stuff that he bought with him, give it back to him. That's just like a man living in a relationship and there's no love and there's nothing but anger and hatred. Get away from it and take all those things that came with it. Give it back or get it out. You can't separate yourself from a situation but you'd still be holding on to memorabilia. Let it go. Let him in so that he can begin to deal in your heart, so he can begin to do the things that he said he was going to do. Give him a chance to work at the promises that he has given us. He's an awesome God this morning. He's not trying to put anyone in hell. Hell was not made for you. Hell was made for Satan. The Bible said, I beheld Satan fallen. He was falling, and when he finally fell into his state, he said, I'll go after children of man, and he's out after us today. We need to put off all this religion, put off all this heresy, put off all the corruption, put off the things that do not concern our Holy Father, and we're to put on truth. We're to put on righteousness. We're to put on and to put off. Hallelujah. I'm grateful this morning for his word. Hallelujah. He says, we're to put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge. When we come into the knowledge of God, the book of James said, any man that liketh knowledge, let him ask, not wavering, Doubting, for a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Let him not think that he shall receive anything from Yah. So he said, we're going to have knowledge according to the image of him who created him. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision, uncircumcision, barbaric, citron, slave nor free, but Yahshua is all and in all. Therefore, as the elect of Yah, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Yahshua forgave you, so you also must do. 
but above all things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. We understand what bond means. That's like a glue. You know, you want to bond something together. You want this to stick to that. Then we have adhesive, and the adhesive bonds it together. So our adhesive this morning is love, which binds us one to another. And we're to not complain, but we're to forgive one another. If anyone has any complaint against complaint against another, even as Yahshua forgave you, so you also must do. But above all things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of Yah rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word Yahshua dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in songs and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Almighty. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Almighty Yahshua, giving thanks to Yah, the Father through him. Hallelujah. We praise him this morning for the word of truth. I am so grateful. Hallelujah. The enemy has always tried to keep me from this word. I fought and I fought, and I thank God for the prophetess. She always called and said, where you at? You know, and I believe this morning that if anything is pulling you away from truth, it's the flesh. Because the enemy can't just voluntarily come and take you away from anything. You got to have some root or some connection in what you're being drawn to. See, we may not want to leave, but if we don't leave stuff alone, stuff will take you away from what you love. And this morning, I am so glad to know that he loves us. And not only do I preach the message of truth, but I live in truth. And I, I, I testify and tell on my own self. You know, I tell on my own self, and that's a part of being free. You know, the problem with us today is that we keep stuff hidden in secret and stuff. You know, I said, well, I said, Lord, I said, they see me buying a six-pack of beer. You know, why am I be trying to hide it? Come and put it in the bag. Uh huh. But I tell you one thing: I don't drink a six pack of beer anymore because I started confessing it, and I confessed it here. I confessed it before the saints of God at the church, so y'all can pray for me because I don't want to fall away from truth. And I'm not saying that these things you understand me. God is against them. Because he said, it's not what goes in a man that defiles him is what come out of him. But I heard him say, let not your good be evil spoken of. So the problem is, is that you're bound up in your sin and you're hiding. But he sees you. And the only thing you're doing is going further and further back. You need to put it all on the table and deal with your situation. Stop hiding it. Because 
You may hide it when you buy it, or you may hide hide it, but it's going to show up or it's going to smell on you. Whatever you're doing, it's going to expose you. So if you want to be free and delivered from what you're doing, go and find your friend that don't even know you, somebody spiritual, and ask them to stand in the gap in the areas of your life where you're weak at. When I went to prayer yesterday morning, I tipped in and I got up on my knees, and the pastor, when she got up, she looked in astonishment. She said, I was just praying for you. See, people are praying for you this morning. But if you don't ever go down on your knees your own self, my God, from glory. Don't let the enemy continue to trick you like you done got so deep in sin with him. He don't own you. He cannot take you against your will. The minute you decide that I don't want to, I don't want to run this course anymore, then the Father will stand up. He's not going to take no addiction from you. He didn't give them to you. You have to be willing to release these things. Hallelujah. And I just made up my mind. Over 40 years ago, I don't want cigarettes anymore. Over 30 years ago, I made up my mind. I didn't want any Budweiser's no more. And he helped me. But then when I decided I wanted to drink me some more, after 30 years, I just went and got me a six-pack. Matter of fact, a 24-pack. And when I saw myself drinking 24 beers in a day, a day and a half, I realized that I had a problem. And the problem was depression. It was oppression. Oh, I was still here preaching because I can't let this go. So I was holding on to him, but I was holding on to what I wanted. But I choose to release and not to bring 24 cans of beer up in this home. I refused to stack beer in my refrigerator as if I was scared they was going to stop making it. So maybe you need to do the same thing this morning, my family and friends. Maybe you need to examine yourself, 7 Corinthians 13. You know, when you know scripture, it's good, and it can also work against you, but it will work for your good. Because these scriptures that I quote, they ring in my head like a bell. Know ye not your body the temple of God. Any man that follow the temple of God, him my will is God. For the temple of God is holy. Whose temple are you? If you're the temple of Anheuser Bush, Anheuser Bush is going to take over you. Whatever you do, the word of God say, do it all as unto the Lord. You can't get drunk unto the Lord unless you're drunk in the spirit. So, my friends and family, I'm so blessed and so touched that I can testify worldwide about situations in my life. I'm free. And whom the Son set free is free indeed. The problem is is that you're going to look at me, some of y'all, and you're going to laugh. But if you put your mouth on me, <laughs> oh, my God, I pray for you this morning. I pray for you. We love you. We thank you for listening to our program. I must be about my father's business today. Prophetess Dixon, good morning again. You have any words this morning, Prophetess?
You're born in properties. Okay, amen. We're getting ready to close the segment out. Amen. I'm trying to get back to my midnight program. Um, just need a little help. So you all that are out there like the program, would like to uh, speak, would like to read scripture, would like to preach. You know, this is not a one-man show. I've been out here for nearly nine years. Well, it's been nine years uh, on social media, and I have never, never, never wanted to be the head honcho. It's too hard being the head. I'm going to play the background like Lacrisse. Lacrisse, he's going to play the background <laughs> like an instrument. So whatever way he wants to use me, uh, so be it. Father, we thank you this morning for what I have seen, our ears have heard. Bless the church and bless every individual, Lord, that's a part of this program. Lord, speak to the hearts and minds of our peoples around the world and let them know, Lord, that you're coming back as a thief in the night and for us to be ready. We thank you, Father, for what you've done, what you're doing. Lord, forgive us of all of our sins and transgressions. Give us victory and power over sin today as we come to you this morning. We come to you, Lord, with a heart of gratitude, with a changed attitude. We thank you, Father, that the enemy have no hold on us, but we belong to you. Give us traveling grace and mercy. Make ways out of no ways. Let your healing power come down upon the land today as we live according to Second Chronicles 7.14. We turn in repentance right now, and we ask for healing for the land, and we thank you for it. We give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor, all done through the Most High, Yah, Selah, and we give glory to the Son, Yahshua. Hallelujah. Amen. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.